Welcome to the Misled Millennial Woman Podcast. This is your host, Jillian Baez. This podcast is all things mindset, spirituality, and creating your dream life. I'm on a mission to help millennial women all across the world transform negative thoughts and habits so that they can create a life by design. We're all meant to be happy, confident, and live in abundance. We'll be talking all things personal development that is not taught in college. So if you're ready to take a step in this journey, let's cut the bullshit, free your mind, and let's get started. Hey, my beautiful souls, welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Jillian Baez, and girl, today we're going to be talking all about mental health. So as you see on the title of this episode, we're talking about how real mental health is. It's real as fuck. It definitely exists. A lot of people have experienced it or know someone who has gone through some sort of mental health uh, diagnosis, such as depression or anxiety. And we're going to talk specifically specifically about depression and anxiety today because that's something that I've had um, really close to me in my family, but also within myself and I've experienced it. So I really wanted to just shed some light on this topic and just try to overcome the stigma that mental health has and just has have some better understanding as to what it is to have a mental illness and also what it is that we can do to try to make ourselves feel better and overcome these situations that come up with it. So one, I just want to talk a little bit about how depression and anxiety can sometimes come up because I think sometimes when depression and anxiety comes up or we get that diagnosis, right? That like, oh yeah, you're mildly depressed or you're severely depressed, whatever it is. We sometimes get, I think, confused and we're just like, how did this come up for us? Like I never used to suffer from this before. And it just comes as just very like out of nowhere, right? Like you'd be like, bro, I wasn't like this before. And that's how I felt. I was like, I never used to feel depressed or I never used to feel down. I mean, I used to have my days where I was just not up for it, but it wasn't to the point where it's kind of um, come to the point now. And so just having a better understanding, I guess, will help uh, to know why depression and anxiety may come up. But it may be different for everyone. And I think um, for some, it may come up if we have a big life change. So like if you're for me, it was when I moved out of my parents' house and I moved on my own. That's when a lot of my depression and anxiety came up. And for me, I think it was because, you know, it's a big change. It's something that I'm not used to. I was going to have to take on, you know, responsibilities on my own and things of that sort. So I definitely experienced depression and anxiety for those reasons. But some people may experience it if they have a baby or if they get married, right? And now they have to take care of not just themselves, but everyone else around them. So a lot of different things that people go through um, as they evolve, you know, as we get older, things like this come up and they're just part of life. And so when these big changes come up for us, that's when kind of some of these symptoms for uh, depression, anxiety, or just one or the other um, come up. Another thing could be also for um, some others is, some trauma. So like if someone's experienced some sort of trauma in their past life, it was like um, a very severe car accident or a death, 
a sudden death in the family or it could have been domestic violence at home when they were young and they experienced a lot of fighting and and yelling and things of that sort so that sort of trauma can definitely trigger some depression anxiety later on um in adulthood but sometimes it can happen young it just doesn't get treated or it kind of goes unnoted um when people when we're much younger and so when we get older it definitely comes up a little bit more and then um yeah so just like some some traumas and some of those things that come up for us um we'd really just suppress so many as well as humans but also as a scorpio and as myself you just suppress so many feelings and and I'm just a very private person so I never really shared how I used to feel and I never really told not even my not my friends let alone my family um of how I felt because I just I just really never wanted to to be that burden to other people and I and I felt like if I was to talk about it then I would just kind of relive those feelings and so I just rather not even talk about it and kind of out of sight, out of mind kind of chick. <laughs> and although it's like I, you say, right, you say that it's out of sight, out of mind, but it's still a feeling and it's definitely going to still be there. And subconsciously, it's still there. And it becomes, when when it goes untreated and it goes unresolved for so long, it definitely becomes a part of you and it becomes a belief and it becomes your identity. identity. It becomes an identity level where you identify yourself as a victim or someone who who's experienced X, Y, and Z. And so you start to feel like, well, this is just what I was given, right? Like, this is just my story and this is just my life. And so this is, these are the pieces that I was given for my life that I have to play with. And reality is that we don't have to stay with those things that have happened to us. Like, we don't have to identify ourselves as being depressed or anxious like this is something that we can overcome the same way that it just came sometimes it comes suddenly for some when we have these big transitions we didn't have that before these big transitions came up so it's definitely something that uh is a change and that we can uh we can definitely help ourselves to overcome because why would we want to identify ourselves as something that you know that is so low energy so low vibe that honestly nobody wants to to go through and so we don't have to identify we don't have to make depression and anxiety our identity um and I think for some of us really is it feels like it's something that's just part of us and you have to live for it for the rest of your life but there's so many different things that you could do to really overcome things like depression or anxiety for me when I was going through a lot of my depression I really found it helpful to go to the gym, just working out and like just trying to, you know, boost your boost your energy um, really helped me a lot. But again, some some of these things that I may mention may have worked for you, but some may not. So you just have to kind of try and figure out what works for you. But yeah, the gym definitely worked for me. Um, journaling as well, like just writing it out, praying, um, really helped me gratitude as I mentioned in my previous episode I love doing gratitude lists because when you do gratitude lists and you start to see so many of the things that you are grateful for and so many of the things that you have in your life you really start to evaluate your situation and you start to be like wait am I really am I really feeling this way am I really feeling this low right now 
when I have all these things in my life and I'm blessed to have all these things, right? Like it just shifts your mind and it shifts your perspective and your feelings and your emotions. And that just puts you in a better state instantly. Like I'm telling you, as soon as I start doing my gratitude list and I pray and I, and I journal in the matter of like minutes, I start to feel better. And I just start to be like, you know what? That's something that I'm not about to put all of my attention to because I have so many things to be grateful for and I'm going to just focus on that. So that's just definitely some of the things that have worked for me. But again, some of these things may have may not work for you. So you really have to try to figure out what works and what doesn't. For others, it may be art. For others, it may be like music. So just all of this comes down to is understanding yourself, self-love self-care and I mentioned this um in a few posts back on my Instagram where it's like sometimes we think that self-care is like oh okay especially as women we think that self-care is like okay I have to go get a massage and I have to get my nails in like a manicure and pedicure and I've done my self-care for the week like no self-care and self-love is you allowing yourself to just be with yourself treat yourself in whatever ways that is it could be a bath it could be going to the nail salon but it could also be taking an hour out of your day and just reading or just listening to to some podcasts or doing whatever it is that you're that's gonna bring your energy level to the most high and you're feeding your your highest self not your human not the human experience your highest self your spiritual self right like feeding that person and feeding that energy is gonna make you feel better because at the end of all of this is you have to understand yourself and you have to know you have to know what self-love looks like for you because everyone is going to be a little bit different. So I think really it's just a learning process and I think you just have to be really open to understanding yourself and loving yourself and being gentle with yourself because sometimes we can be so so harsh and we can be so demand so much from from ourselves that we lose sight of really what it is that we're supposed to be doing and so if we could just be gentle and we could just try to understand what it is that we're going through and allow ourselves to feel the mo- the emotions because a lot of us again try to suppress them and we try to say you know what out of sight out of mind I don't want to think about it I don't care about it right we tell ourselves all these things consciously and subconsciously all those things are still there and so they at some point they have to come up to the surface because when you're growing they have to come up. You can you cannot grow and you cannot reach your next level when you have all these things bottled up and these things that you never really dealt with when you're trying to reach your next level. It's just it's just not possible. And so as part of as your growth is definitely gonna be the inevitable and it's definitely gonna come up and it's your job to try to understand it and try to heal from it and try to grow from it and move on. And so trust me, I know it's not easy. Trust me, I know because I've been there. But you definitely need to put in the work and you definitely have to put in, change your mindset and change the way that you see it and try to give it a, let it be an opportunity for you to grow and to learn from yourself. Because a lot of times, especially in this age that we're in, right, our 20s and 30s, it's such, especially the millennial generation at that, we are so, we don't even understand, we don't even know who we are half of the time because one, we have so much influence from social media and that wasn't such a thing back then. And we have, that's just something that's really big in our generation is the social media thing 
this Instagram thing, this Facebook thing, and we think that, you know, well, look at X, Y, and Z, like she's doing this and I'm not there yet. Or look at this person, they're doing this, this, and that. And we have so much pressure of like, okay, well, we have to be married by 24. We have to start having kids by 30. We also have to be buying a house. We have to support, you know, if you come from a, uh, an immigrant family uh, family, and you, you want to support them, it's like, okay, I want to make sure I buy my parents a house as well. Like all this pressure that we apply to ourselves, that is just like not fair to of how we treat ourselves. Like we don't even treat ourselves the way that we would treat other people. You know what I'm saying? Like we, especially me, and that's what I found out with me. It was just like, yo, I'm so harsh and I put so much pressure on myself but I don't treat other people like that. Like, I'm so generous to other people. I'm so empathetic. I'm so understanding to others. But it's like, I don't even treat myself in that same way. And so when you can come to realize that, yo, you come first. Like, you you have to live with yourself for the rest of your life. No matter all these different phases that you go through and these different relationships and these different things that you go through and, and career changes or whatever it is that you go through, you're going to have to be with yourself for the rest of your life. So you need to learn how to un- to love yourself, to understand yourself, to know when you're going through the emotions and you find yourself kind of going, you know, feeling anxious or feeling down and feeling unlike yourself. What can you do to snap yourself out of it? What can you do out of your routine to say and be like, you know what, this week I was planning to do this, this and that. And I'm really feeling, you know, not like myself. So instead, I'm going to take an hour of my day to do this, meditate, to pray to to take a bath, to go or do whatever it is that is going to fulfill you and is going to refill your cup. Because a lot of times is when we are depressed and we have anxiety and all of these things, it's because we are not taking care of ourselves. We're not taking care of our spirit and the things that we need to feel better. So I really just encourage you to love yourself, understand yourself, know that the same way you treat others is the same way you need to treat yourself and love yourself and like be gentle with yourself and seek different things to try to heal. Because as I mentioned, sometimes anxiety and depression can sometimes come from these traumas and these things that we've experienced. And so we have to unpackage all of that of how we feel and, 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 and bring them all back up to the surface So we can create a new life and we can create a new story for ourselves instead of making that our identity and having to live through that. And then what we do in turn is that we continue to to showcase that in our identity. And then when we bring on our kids, we're going to also show that to our kids. And it's just that's how you bring on generational curses It's like we continue to do the same thing that we were once taught and we don't take the time to sit here and be like, you know what? I may have gone through X, Y, and Z, but that doesn't identi- that doesn't have to identify me. It's definitely not going to be my family's name. It's not going to be the thing for the norm for my family. Like at some point it has to break and you have to break that curse and you have to be like, I'm not, I'm no longer going to go ahead and continue to, to, to continue the cycle. And so it's up to you to break the cycle and to sit here and say, do something different and show your kids that they can do something different as well because it's so much bigger and I think anxiety and depression and all in mental health in general it's something that it happens to everybody right and I think sometimes it goes unsaid because there's such a stigma around it or because people think well if you have a mental health you you kind of crazy right like you kind of different 
when it's the same shit if someone's going through diabetes or going through whatever else illnesses that people have it's the same shit it's just it's mental and it's, it has to deal with your brain so you have to know how to how to manage it and, and deal with it in a, a little differently and so the same way there's medications for diabetes or like heart heart um heart problems and things like that there's medicines for depression and anxiety and people think that you have to con- like this is something you're going to have for the rest of your life and you don't like some people go on medications and they get better and they no longer have to take those medications and they feel better. Some people don't take the medication route at all. I didn't take the medication route at all because I just don't believe in medicine. Like I don't even take aspirin, girl. Like I'd be going through headaches and migraines and cramps and I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to hold this pain because I don't believe in that. But that was my choice. Like I told my doctor, like I'm not doing all that. Like I'm looking for, you're trying to, you're trying to tell me to do yoga? Sure. You're trying to tell me to meditate? Sure. I'll, I'll try all those all those options, but I'm not going to go the conventional drug route. And you can do that as well. Like you just, again, find what works for you. Find what works for you. You don't have to follow the traditional things that you see. And so it's just, again, understanding yourself and seeing the options. Another thing that I wanted to, to talk about as well is that like sometimes when people think about depression and anxiety, they think... Well, the first thing I do, right, is like WebMD or Google and try to self-diagnose myself because I'm like, you know what? I can figure this out. And sometimes people think and there's a misconception that like anxiety has to look one particular way or depression looks a particular way. And you have to have a certain amount of number of symptoms in order to be diagnosed with with anxiety and depression. In reality, it's going to look different for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And so... For me, I had specific symptoms that I came, that I faced when I was facing depression. Like I just was overeating all the time. I wanted to be alone. I just wanted to isolate myself. I had no energy. Like I was mentally and emotionally drained. And so those were some of my symptoms. But then I know some people who have also gone through the same thing and they just don't eat at all or they lose a lot of weight or they do want to talk to people, you know. And so everyone is going to look a little differently. And so sometimes... When we come across the potential idea of that we may be going through depression and anxiety, we go on these platforms like Google, WebMD, or however it, is, however it is that you find your information, and we say, well, you know, I only have one or two symptoms, so I can't, you know, we kind of dismiss it like, no, I can't, I can't be diagnosed with depression. That would, doesn't really fit what I'm going through, when in reality, you could just be having mild depression because there's levels to it. You can have mild depression, you can have severe depression, and there's some, you know, like in between, like there's levels to it. The same thing with anxiety, there's levels to anxiety. You can have severe anxiety attacks or panic attacks, or you can have like generalized panic attacks. Like there's just so many different things that comes with it. And I think when we think that like everything is going to be like a, like a cookie cutter for everyone and everything's going to look the same for everyone, it's just not. And so when we think in that way, we we do ourselves a disservice because we're not seeking the help that we need because, again, we're dismissing it. Like, well, that must not be me. Like, oh, I'm just probably going through something, um, you know, short term. Like, I might just be, just be going through this for a little while, but it's nothing as severe as depression or anxiety. When you can just seek the help no matter what at, at any point to try to make yourself... Um, 
get out of that that dark situation so just understanding that like yo it comes in so many different forms like don't even try to follow what the book says whatever it is yo if you feel if you don't feel like yourself you ain't right period you know what i'm saying like you know you know what you usually feel like so if you know that's just not how you usually are then try to see what's going on and and, and get the help that you need so I guess I really want to say as well is that like, I think it's such a good idea to seek help from a therapist, from a psychologist, just from a professional in general, because we sometimes seek the help. We think that, you know, oh, I'll just talk to my friend or I'll just talk to my family. And so that's great and all. But sometimes when we have those people like family and friends to kind of talk to when we're going through these situations they're there to to make us feel better so they're there to try to give us a response rather than allowing us to just talk and they just listen because sometimes you just need someone to be able to hold space for you and I hate when people are like well I don't want to go to a therapist like someone just went to school to try to tell me like how I feel and try to talk to me like yeah like that is a skill believe it or not like you need to you need to, it's a skill to be able to allow space for people to talk, for people to overcome whatever it is that they're going through, to vent, to cry, to to share these tough situations that they've gone through. And you need to allow space. You need to give empathy. You need to be a people's person. You need to understand people and how to comfort them and, and sometimes just not even say anything. And I think with family and friends, because they are so close to us, they want to protect us and they want to find a solution for us ASAP. So they're like, okay, what what's going on? Okay, this is what I think you should do, X, Y, and Z. When really sometimes when we're going through these hard situations, we just need someone to just be like, okay, just 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 talk. You know what I'm saying? Like just talk, vent, whatever it is that you're going through, and just allow them that space. Allow it to be quiet for a little while. Allow them to think. Allow them to come back and be able to continue to, um, to tell their story because we sometimes just need someone to listen. We just need someone to hear us out and not judge us and not pause us and not ask us questions and just just let us express ourselves. And so I think it's great that, you know, if you do have those supports of family and friends, great. But if you can seek help from somebody who's outside of your your circle, who can give you a different perspective and a different outlook and just give you different strategies on how you can help yourself through these difficult situations, how wouldn't that help? You know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes we don't even try. Like sometimes we don't even try to go go seek that therapist or even try to go counseling. There's so many options. Nowadays, you can't even get on the phone with a therapist. Like just, you don't even have to go into office. You just go on the phone or send them a text or send them a message and they'll just talk to you in that way. So like for the fact for us to be so ignorant to the fact of of counseling and therapy and things like that really it's just it's just a disservice to yourself to be honest because there's options for you to get better and people just are ignorant to those options so I think therapy is definitely important another thing that helped um that can help again like I mentioned was just that gratitude and that journaling and and whatever it is that you find if it's art if it's painting whatever like just find something to get yourself out of that state out of that mood uh of feeling stuck and so 
it's really just just the process. I think we need to, as a generation, we need to definitely be more open to this. I think sometimes we think that, you know, once I reach my success, once I reach this amount of money, once I, once I'm married, once I have this job and and once I'm in this career, I'm definitely going to feel better. And that really is just a setup for failure because if you're not happy with yourself through those moments when you don't have shit, success don't make so success don't make you happy there's so many celebrities out there that you've seen so many celebrities out there so many actors that have committed suicide and things of that sort because they've gone through their emotionally and mentally suffering and sometimes people the people who who you consider to be your strongest the strongest friends Those people who always seem to be happy, those people who always seem to, you know, have it going on and have it all together, be the people who are suffering in silence. Be the people who, they are the people who are going to sleep at night, crying, who feel so empty, who feel so alone. They may have someone laying next to them them and they still feel so alone. And that's really what these things feel like like you just feel empty you don't feel like you have you have anything like none of those things matter when it doesn't matter if you have the money it doesn't matter if you have that ring it doesn't matter if you have that job and that career if that that car and that house if you don't feel right internally mentally spiritually none of that is going to bring you happiness and so that's why self-love and self-care and and getting to know yourself is so important because if you're seeking external things to bring you happiness, you are just setting yourself up for failure. Like I said, you're just setting yourself up for failure. I mean, there's just so much, there's so much evidence out there that has shown y'all that success does not bring you happiness. And I, like I said, we have so much pressure from our, I guess that we put on ourselves for for our families, and sometimes we put on our on ourselves to as our personal development, like jobs and things like that. That we're never gonna reach our true happiness if we continue to go down that route. So I just ask that, like we as a as a community, really come to understand mental health. We really come to support each other. Those friends who are considered your strong friends who always seem to have it together check up on those friends check up on them because those are probably the people who are suffering in silence that you never even knew had all this all this stuff going on internally and mentally and I was I could tell you because I was that friend I was that friend who was always the strong one who always seemed to like no I'm good I'm 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 unbothered like I don't really have feelings like that cold-hearted person who was just really bold and really like tough and this just hard shell on the outside and the person that everyone goes to it's like oh like you know I can always go to this person to give advice when internally we're going through it ourselves so check up on those people check on the people who who have isolated themselves from you those friends who have isolated themselves from you for a while have isolated themselves from those things that they used to once do because they're probably going through something and please understand that 
when they are isolating themselves, it doesn't, they're not doing it maliciously. They're not doing it because they no longer want to be friends. But as I mentioned, we don't want to be putting a burden on other people. And it's a lot of, once you, once you start to heal and once you start to, to, uh, to deal with this depression and anxiety, you know, you will have to kind of ask for forgiveness from a lot of people because we really, you, we just put ourselves in, it's just a whole different mental, it's just a whole different ball game. And so it's not intentional by any means. It's just really something is a defense mechanism of how we can protect ourselves from everything that we're going on, that we're going through. And so, again, guys, just be open minded. Think a little bit differently. Seek the help that you need to seek, because just because you're seeking help doesn't mean that you're forever going to have this label. And it also doesn't mean that you're crazy or all these other things that people put on it. Yo, everybody goes through shit everybody you know what I'm saying like everybody has gone through shit in their past there's I can bet you so many people have gone through something traumatic or some some severe experience in their in their life at some point that has left some sort of like emotional connection and some some sort of trauma and some sort of negative feelings associated with that that they've had to battle with it could have been since a young age or it could have been something that just recently happened. I can bet you almost everybody who has, who's listening to this podcast right now has gone through something severely that has affected them. And so if you can just realize that everybody goes through shit, everybody, and some people, some people may not have to, you know, may here and there not have to go through anxiety and depression, but most people do. Like, it's just, it's just what the fuck happened. We're fucking humans. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to, we have to feel the feelings. We have to, don't fucking suppress that shit. Address it. Don't suppress it. Address that shit. Because if you continue to suppress it, that shit will only continue to bite you in the ass and it will come to, to find you later. Some way, somehow it's going to come and try to find you later and you're going to have to battle it and you're going to have to deal with it at some point in your life so if you might as well just deal with it now learn yourself heal and move on because everybody's gone through some shit some people deal with it in one way or another but if you can deal with it I can bet you so much money that you're going to feel so much better and you're not going to have to live in this fucking fake ass emotions and this fake identity and these fake feelings and have to just feel down all the damn time and sometimes you have ups and sometimes you have downs so like who the hell wants to be living like that when your life ain't guaranteed forever so you might as well seek seek the help and 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 try to get yourself better as soon as possible so I hope this made sense I know it was kind of all over the place but I really just wanted to bring attention to to this topic because I think it's something so big I think it's something that as a generation, we definitely have to come full circle and really be empathetic and be open-minded to it. And so I hope you all gained something from it. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, And if you enjoyed what we talked about today and enjoyed the last episode, please go ahead and leave me a review and subscribe to the podcast because, girl, we're going to be bringing so many more juicy topics. If you have anything that you want me to talk about specifically, Go ahead and leave me 
something in the review or send me a message on my Instagram at Jillian.Baez, B-A-E-Z on Instagram. And I will try to catch your request on there. But until next time, I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you love what you heard, leave me a review and subscribe to the podcast. I appreciate you so much. And remember, you're capable of creating your dream life.